Hey everybody, uh, this is Graham, the host of Breast Hacks History. Uh, here we are with episode seven. It's exciting that uh, getting to the latter half of this uh, of this first season already really really means a lot that you guys are here along for the ride with me. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, start out by introducing my my guest today. Um, and today's guest is actually. Somebody that um, I've known for a while, and I, I've just always been impressed by his sort of knowledge of, uh, of history and also for his passion for it, because that's really important to me, too. Um, so that man is named Sam. Hi, everyone. Uh, Graham, once again, thanks for having me. I'm excited to just dig into some history today. Yeah, uh, I am too. I'm always excited to dig into history. Um, and I think people are kind of noting my, uh, my passion, my enthusiasm for the subject because I'm actually, and I think Sam is as well, but he'll get into that. But I've sort of been getting headhunted for um, sort of social studies positions uh, on LinkedIn. People have been reaching out to me. Um, I actually wanted to read one of, one of the more flattering um, messages that I got. I don't really know how they found me on there. They might have just typed freelance entrepreneur Graham or something, but I don't have my last name listed. It's not a public profile. But regardless, the the message said, uh, Hi Graham, I'm the principal of a high-achieving Arizona high school, and my father-in-law just told me about just told me to check out your podcast. Um, in short, I'm thoroughly impressed and would like to know if you would be interested in chatting about a possible position with the social studies department. Thanks so much for your time and hope to hear back from you, you soon. Um, I'm not going to reveal his name, but this I looked into him. This is indeed the principal. Uh, so thank you, uh, Mr. Principal. That, that meant a lot to me. And uh, I'm not interested, but I, I'm flattered. Uh, yes. Sam? Uh, well, Graham, funny you mentioned uh, being headhunted like that. I, I'm also concerned as to how these mothers have been emailing me. Um, I don't even have my last name on uh, this show or LinkedIn or anything, but I've been getting some emails from mothers asking me to tutor their children. And um, I'm very flattered and Graham, you should be as well. But I do think that our podcasts will be will be more valuable for not only your children, but the entire grade of um, whoever's taking history. And, uh, you know, that's a very flattering, we're, we're going to try and, uh, post as many podcasts as we can. I mean, you guys know what our saying is. We like to say here, at, uh, brass tax history. We like to say we are churning them out as fast as we you, can speed. Sorry, what do you, that's, no, that one was my catchphrase. Um, you can't initiate show catchphrase. You can, Maybe try coming up with your. Just don't. Okay, don't do that again. Sorry, Graham. I, I thought I. I thought it was the shows, and I, I've been on here enough to think I could do that. I'm so. the host. I I make the catchphrases. Um, you're the guest, so let's keep it that way. Anyways, thank you. Sorry about that. My my apologies. That's, that's all right. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, I, I want to get into the history now. If that Sam, is that okay with you? Do I have your permission, Sam? Yes. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. So today's topic is a is a really fun one for me. Um, I've always enjoyed reading about this in the textbooks, um, and it is the War of eighteen twelve. 
So in short, uh, the War of 1812 was a conflict fought between the United States and the United Kingdom um, with their respective allies, of course. And this went from June 1812 to February 1815. Um, historians of Britain often see it as a minor theater of the Napoleonic Wars. Historians of the United States and Canada see it as a war in its own right. Um, the U.S. Uh, illegal under international law. And you have the Little Belt Affair, and as well as the Canada. Um, so, Sam, I think we can turn it over to you for some for some facts. Great, thank you, Graham. That was uh, that was some great original content that you just brought to us. It was a great yep, summary of the topic. Thank you. Anyways, our first need to know fact of the day is uh, this is based on you know the the battleships used during the Great War. The USS Essex Jr., which is armed with 20 guns, was actually captured off of Valparaiso, Chile, by the British frigate HMS Phoebe and the sloop mm. HMS Cherub. Um, mm. It was very interesting because, as you can tell, there was only one U.S. ship while there were two British ships, and usually you find... Strength in numbers, no, not only on land, but also in the water. And as you'll see later, maybe um, in the air. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty well said. Um, it does make you think about the different numbers uh, at play and this is kind of the statistics of the uh, kind of KIA and MIA and those sort of those sort of numbers. Uh, thanks, Graham. Thanks for that analysis. And um, I think if you don't mind, we can move on to the next need to know fact of the day. Absolutely. Let's hear it. So the American sloops Hornet, Wasp, Peacock, and Frolic were all ship rigged while the British cruiser class, excuse me, cruiser class sloops were brig rigged, which gave the Americans a significant advantage. Hmm. That's, I could definitely see that being a need to know fact, especially when you think of uh, sort of teachers um, in this day and age um, and the way that they think, I guess. Yeah. And you might see a question on uh, the ship rigged versus the brig rigged whole, uh, the, the whole debate and topic. But I think that this, to this subtopic or sub subtopic, if you will, is a uh, pretty niche I think the odds of you running into a question like this, I mean, specifically ship rigged and brig rigged might not be as high as just knowing those American sloops versus the British sloops and how the Americans had the advantage there. Absolutely. Uh, I think the rigs are important as they were considered a need to know fact. So I would, all you, uh, for the study bugs out there, I would say definitely, uh, have that memorized for your for your exam. Um, but with that said, I, I'd like to get into my key takeaway, and then we'll hear from Sam, and we'll wrap this up. Um, but for me, I guess it kind of comes down to, and this is just for your guys's knowledge, just to make sure that kind of we're all on the same page. We would all pass the test. Um, you kind of need to think of this as an Atlantic versus Pacific uh, endeavor, because you you have the Honestly, thinking about it, I feel like the best way to look at this is probably a Venn diagram. Um, and you can, you could certainly, pros and cons would be useful. That, that more applies to Lewis and Clark uh, than any other situation, in my opinion. But a Venn diagram here 
when you have Atlantic and you have the different ships and all, uh, it, it just becomes very evident when you look at that that inner interlocking circle, if you will. You could even do one of those three circle Venn diagrams just to to add a little oomph to your uh, to your analysis and and knowledge. Uh, Graham, that's an excellent an excellent point that you uh, just brought up, but I'm a little confused as to the this war was only really took place on in the Atlantic. Um, the Pacific was on the west coast of the U.S., which it didn't really go there. I would say. Oh well, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't saying that it was an Atlantic uh, versus Pacific. What I meant was Atlantic versus um, ships. Oh, as okay. Ship. Yeah, there were different ships. So that's that's what I was implying. I thought that that was clear. I, well, I apologize for any confusion. Um, I apologize too. I I do know that some of the battle took place in the South Pacific, but I was thinking you were talking about like near California. No, no, no. It's okay. I you misheard me though. Yes. I apologize. Yeah, uh, that's okay. So. Can you? Yeah, I can hear your key takeaway now. Let's hear it, buddy. Great. So my. My key takeaway of the day, I'd say, is um, just put your thinking hats on for this type of topic because, you know, put put your feet in their shoes. So during this war, you're going to see British versus like the British versus the Americans round two kind of. So just think about the Revolutionary War and, you know, you can reread, re-listen to our podcast uh, episode six about that, but you're you're definitely gonna want to get into the mindset of uh, the people battling because this is round two. You know, some of them actually, some of the uh, militia men were in both wars. So just definitely uh, put your thinking cap on for this type of topic. That that's a very astute point, um, especially your your mention of uh, the whole round two and re-listening um, phenomena, I guess, uh, because I do want to uh, kind of explain and maybe implore even uh, implore you guys to re-listen to our previous podcast because what we've found through through many uh, years of experience in history is that if you re-read, re-listen, re-watch, re-whatever. Uh, whatever content it may be, you're you're kind of more likely to pick up on the nuances. And if you sort of read between the lines of what we're saying, you'll actually pick up uh, a lot of interesting insight along the way. So I do implore you guys to take advantage of of the resource that that we're giving you. Uh, thank you, Graham, for that. I do want to say one more thing before we wrap up, if you don't mind, Graham. Uh, I'll keep um, it. I'll keep it short, I guess. Yeah, keep it really short. Thank you. I just wanted to say that this is our second episode in a row where we're talking about wars and it's, you know, it's it's something that you guys need to know. Personally, it stresses me out a little bit. It gives me anxiety just thinking about how gruesome war can be, but you know what? It's a it's a helpful reminder for myself. Uh sure thing, Sam. Um we'll keep that in mind moving forward, but as you know, uh, need to know is need to know. So we'll keep covering wars as long as they keep needing to know them. And that's right. And Graham, once again, thank you so much for having me on the show. And audience, I hope you uh, pass your tests. 
Absolutely. Uh, thanks for joining me today, Sam. And thank you, audience, for uh, listening, as always. And uh, enjoy the test. Bye-bye.